0: Duff. Welcome to episode 158 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I am your host Mike Mason and this is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families and what you just heard is a song called Jump in the Puddles from today's guest Steve Elsie and it was really awesome to talk to Steve Elsie about all of the music that he makes and, and what's behind the music that he makes and, and his philosophy that there's no gig too big and no gig too small and I, I really resonate with that. That makes a lot of sense to me i think that you have to put the same effort in if you're working with three kids or if you're working with 150 kids because you never know the impact that you're gonna have and i really appreciated that about steve and his message and what he's doing and this record is is it's great it's called jump in the puddles and it's uh it's like a roots americana record as you just heard that song's pretty bluesy and uh bluesy is good you know the message is great. Let's go jump in the puddles, get outside after the rain, but it's uh it's rooted in Americana. You know what that means? Okay, we'll we'll figure it out together. No, I know what it means. It means it's rooted in the sounds of America and blues. The blues is American music. And there's all kinds of great tunes just like that on this record. So you probably don't want to hear me talk about it. You'd rather hear Steve talk about it. And should say this was recorded in the coffee shop at Cal State University Maritime. Shout out to the keelhaulers. Steve was at his home. Um, the sound quality is good. I tried to edit out as much of the background noise as I could. But if you still hear some stuff, it's because real life is happening around us. You're going to love hearing what Steve has to say. So with no further ado, which is French for... Me talking, I think. That's the definition. Here is Steve Elsie talking about his incredible new music and his story. And remember to stick around all the way to the end to hear the song jump in the puddles all the way through in its entirety. Okay, here's Steve. It is uh it is a great pleasure to welcome Steve Elsie to the Good Stuff Kids Podcast. How are you today, Steve?
1: I am well, thanks for having me today.
0: Totally. It's no problem. So one of what one thing I like to do is I like to set the scene. So where are you as we speak at this moment?
1: Where are well, here, well I'm in Connecticut and uh, um, in Waterford, Connecticut, to be exact. Um, and I grew up here. This is this is where I've grown up and sort of uh, you know gone through all different types of musical
0: styles through my life. But this is where it all happens. This is where it happens. So Connecticut is where you're from. Are you near? Yep. So uh, like geographically, are you Hartford closer to Hartford, New Haven? what are we talking i am i am i am on the uh the
1: southeast portion near Mid- connecticut um new london borders mystic separated by uh, the thames river uh-huh. um and uh and yeah in southeastern connecticut um there is an amazing music scene uh-huh and i and i have been lucky to uh sort of grow up through it uh-huh. um it was uh we've had lots of uh you know, local hero bands that have been that have, you know, uh, that have been sort of almost famous, if you will. Um, <laughs> oh, and, and I and, will. And then and uh, uh, and, uh, you know, sitting in between Boston and New York, um, we have lots of clubs where sort of big acts, you know, on their way between major cities would stop uh, and do it and do it and do a show back in the 80s. And of course, now, we have the casinos here where big acts actually stop and perform uh-huh. uh, in, in, in a big way. So, um, so yeah, so it's a, it's a unique area. It's a, it's a beautiful area, um, but it really is an artsy area and that's the key.
0: That's, that is the key. So in terms of your personal music journey, um, what, like, did you start off playing in rock bands um, and then how did you sort of pivot into the, kids slash family music side of things sure i was uh you know grown up uh i want my mtv
1: you know, <laughs> has been uh, was in my was in my mind you know so I, I grew up with uh with 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 uh with all the rock stars that you might see there in my head so it was all rock and roll growing up and, uh-huh. and uh, for me it was always an underground scene i was always a uh, uh, I was a surf rocker. That was kind of my thing, a little bit of a punk uh, rocker in there as well. That was sort of my style in mm-hmm. um, numerous bands that uh, um, came out of this area that um, that uh, that had. As a matter of fact, one of the bands, Super Bald, um, OK, Super Bald, uh, is was in 2004. We actually did a song called "Submarine Town," which I remade on uh, I, my very first album, Vowels, called "Submarine Town." Okay. And the song "Submarine Town" in 2004 uh, sort of got picked up by the uh, um, the political party, Democratic Party, here to help save the sub base that was here, um, which was closing. So really, everybody got behind it to be honest with you, because nobody our bases to close uh-huh. um, but it sort of became the rally for that and that was really a punk song but um <laughs> had some really had some really and it was and it got put into uh, you know it was in the new york times we had some a bit of notoriety from it um but um but really that was uh that was uh the, the any the any any success i had in punk rock
0: bands or rock bands that was that was it but it was pretty it was pretty uh high profile for a while Uh huh. well that's a cool thing and then and then so what what was the uh what was the moment where you're like, Oh, maybe I'll try, like, maybe I'll try something different. I mean, every, everyone's story is different in terms of how they get into kids and family music. So what, what was that moment for you?
1: You know, listen, I, 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 never liked myself in a cover band. I just simply couldn't pull it off. I couldn't pull off playing, uh, uh, you know uh cover band music night after night so i always have this thing to write songs so writing songs has always been what i uh, do best and mm-hmm. and being in these bands uh, you know you I also couldn't be the brooding rock star. It just wasn't me. I couldn't That's, be yeah. the, uh, you know, I couldn't be the guy that looked like the Cure. It just wasn't me, right? That's great, yeah. See, I, I would be writing these songs, and everybody goes, "Whoa, these are really cool pop songs." But boy, the lyrics are really kind of kind of uh light or they're kind of like childish almost almost and, and and i'm like i know and like and at first i thought that was a negative right i was, God, I was like, oh, i just simply can't i can't be that angry <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? and um and so and so that was sort of the underlying thread but then but then really the key moment is and where where all these forces sort of came together was um Having kids and and uh, and, 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 and ha- kids was a, was a major thing. So I'd have kids, and 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 at this time when I had kids, I really was almost unaware of the kindy scene completely. As a matter of fact, and I tell the story all the time, um, Casey O'Neill, who was was one of the at the out front uh, entertainers, as we call them. Uh, kind of bringing uh, activities and and movement to the songs as we perform them. Uh-huh. Um, his roommate was Steve Songs in college.
0: Oh wow! Steve okay.
1: Songs of, uh, of of PBS. So, and and I, I didn't know this, but but I, I'm getting to that because um, one time I was at a uh, function or whatever it was, and this was before I got into it. Just before kids, just before kids, and there's Steve Songs, and I didn't know him then, and and he's performing at this. At this function, I'm going, oh my god! And and this is me thinking at this point, I'm still going to be some kind of a pop star, uh, you know, pop star kind of thing. And I'm watching, Oh, boy, I don't know how he can do this. I don't. It's like it's him and a guitar, and he's got these kids dancing. It's just like it almost was foreign to me, almost. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then, and then, and then, I had kids. Okay, and 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 all these forces start started to click together. The fact that that I I I write these kid like lyrics all of a sudden. And then all of a sudden, I see Steve songs, and now I have kids, and I'm starting to, uh, and I'm starting to listen to what they like to hear, and I'm actually playing along with them on the guitar. And and as a matter of fact, I was, you know, we had. Uh, this is another good friend of mine now. Now Ralph Colbert of Ralph's World. Sure. Um, we were sitting there, and and now Ralph and I, you know, we he comes here and plays. He's invited me to all. Different, we played together many times, and. Uh, but the funny part is, is when I first got into it and I first started to get that click, that that vibe of that I can do this, um, is I I'm sitting there with my kids and we're all young, we're watching, you know, Disney and there's Ralph. Uh-huh. popping in there, right? Yeah. And go, wow, this and he had long hair and he had this look, right? And uh-huh. he was kind of a rocker and I and, and and I'm going, wow, that guy is kind of rocking with it and it's for kids. Mm-hmm. And so And so, um, you know, I got this in the back of my mind, and then, and then, literally weeks later, it was my son's third birthday, and it was really hot. We come inside, and they say, "Hey, let's let's break out, sing some songs for us," you know. So, off the cuff, I started to make up these kid songs, and there's like 15 little kids in our in my house, and they just start going crazy. And this is just, and this is really nothing songs, things I'm just throwing out. out of of thin air here Uh and um and they were just they just were dancing they were singing and i and i and and all of a sudden everything that's happened just sort of just came together in one i just i just got it i was like okay this is where i should be finally i get it and there it is yeah it's it's really it's it's like and from then on it's like wow i get it and and what was i
0: missing and how did i miss it you know right yeah and had, that's so interesting. Like that, that moment of clarity, and and like it was every, right
1: there, the moment of clarity happened. Right, exactly, right there, right almost, there, a, almost, almost like at a inc- Matter of fact, I'm singing and I'm just like I'm like going, "This is it. I know what I have to do now." And I've always been uh, one interesting thing about me is I, I've always fallen on, on the political side of things. I'm 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 definitely political, and I love to. Um, I, it's just it's just a side thing that I am, but I love to take some of that political anger that I used to put in, in rock songs mm-hmm. and, put in, and, and take these messages and turn them into positive messages, friendly messages about the environment, friendly messages about diversity, friendly messages um, uh, that, that all can share and families can understand. And, 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 and that gave me the, the musicianship thing, the uh, quality that I needed to feel, uh, to feel sort of like validity in what I was doing. Like, not only am I singing and making these kids dance, but man, I was giving him a good message too. Very uh-huh. important
0: to me. Well, very, so very so to me. W- what's an example of one of your songs that sort of en- encompasses that? Well, on the new CD it would be Bumblebee.
1: Mm -hmm. bumblebee is a song about diversity it's a song about different backgrounds but all walking together and work and working together as one as friends Mm -hmm. very simple but every every, i mean if you look at crayons in a box the title track is about diversity i have a a song uh uh off the same album of crayons in a box earth day about the environment just that was it's just been it's just been part of who i am i put it in there i you know every album uh has a minute as a matter of fact the next album that's already written whoa is going to be is going to be heavy on that is i have songs i have songs this is breaking news right here spoiler alert yeah (laughs) yeah no i have songs that are going to be about uh uh definitely uh, endangered species i mean i'm a huge animal lover so i I can't wait now that i have a little bit of and, uh, and finally getting a little bit of notoriety variety about what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to spread the message. I really
0: can't. That's great. Um, so, uh, there, but there's there's a lot more to it, I think. So you mentioned the idea of edutainment. And actually, yeah, you know, so over the course of however many episodes, I hadn't heard that term before. So could you explain mm-hmm. a little bit about what that is to you?
1: Okay, <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: So um,
1: Casey and Michelle, who are, our edutainers have been with me really since the very beginning um 2009 and you know i uh, because i am a bit of a rocker and because i have messages in my songs that are a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. i always thought it was very important that somebody could take these song ideas and give them life through movement to help them understand um to help them understand the song a little bit better because you dance to it, move to it, sing to it, it tends to click a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted it to be a little bit more interactive with the audience. Um, so we, we've developed this way of doing things with the songs. I mean, my songs are poppy, they're rocky, they're great, but, but boy, you add the element of someone out front, um, that are taking my the messages that I'm singing and bringing them to life through movement. It's a powerful it's a powerful thing to see and it's a
0: powerful thing for the kids and families to grasp. Right. Yeah. And the you know it's sort of the it's interesting because one of the keys when you know singing with little kids is for them to have some kind of like hand movements or something to do. So it's not you know yep. they, they they don't appreciate the nuance of the rock show yet. So exactly. Right.
1: Exactly. And, and and I feel it's funny when you say a rock show, a lot of these kids, they come see us and it is their first show. Mm-hmm. It's their first real kind of a show with real drums. And, and it's it's some of it it is. And so I, I am obligated. Listen, this if this is going to be their first show, yeah. then man, I'm going to make it the best show they've yeah. ever seen because <laughs> it is going
0: to be the best show they've ever <laughs> that's seen. Amazing. Um, yeah, that's a great um, way to studios, look at it.
1: You know, so I've got to make sure that they leave my show loving music Mm -hmm. and absolutely loving uh, dancing to it, singing with it, and and feeling energized by it. Mm -hmm. And that's part of, uh, you know, if you listen to the new CD, you know, it has, it's got a lot of, a lot of movement to it. There's blues, there's, there's some, um, you know, a lot lot of people say there's country, there's rock, there's, Mm -hmm. it's got it all. And that's because. Um, I've sort of done it all and I'm sort of taking everything that I've learned and sort of pulling it together because I want these styles, these all different styles that I'm able to write and put it together. I want I want kids to to grasp them and and, and try to get a, a firsthand look at different styles of music early on in life so they're not. So they're not growing up attached to only one style. I want want to expose them to others because music is huge. It's beautiful. There's so many different things about it. Right. Um, And a lot of times in today's music, they get trapped into the pop thing or trapped into the rock thing or trapped into the rap thing. And I want to bring all those together so people can say, wow,
0: rap is cool. Wow. guitar
1: is Awesome. Whoa. Did you hear that keyboard? You got to put it all in there.
0: Yeah. I I mean, so that's one that's, that's interesting, and and so let's let's shift our focus to the new record a little bit. So you're calling it an Americana record, which I think is great. And there's you know elements of blues and and all of these things. Um, but the, what stuck out to me as like you know, and this is my musical ear, is like you have these things. I'm like okay, like I, I feel like I know where this is going. But then sort of like out of nowhere, you pull out like the biggest hooky chorus like I've ever heard. And it's like, it's just, it it sort of caught me by surprise, but I obviously like loved it. Like for example, a song like (laughs) a song like supersonic, I was like, Uh. what's going on here? And then all of a sudden it gets to the chorus. I'm like, this is the greatest more, 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 more. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about, about that particular piece.
1: Well, um, choruses in general, again, as we talked about earlier, you know, growing up through the, the MTV, you know, revolution and MTV, you know, the, the songs were catchy and hooky, and and I just really loved, loved a good hook. I loved a good verse, chorus, bridge, you know, and mm-hmm. then uh, and a solo. So I really just loved the format of pop. So, um, So growing up, like, one thing that stuck in my mind was – was, you know, when I heard a song is, can I sing it? Do I love the melody? Am I singing it over and over again? Is it, is it, does it get ingrained in my head when I hear it and I just want to hear it more and more? well So that sort of theory goes into a song like Supersonic where, where you know, I wanted, to, I wanted to have a really bass driven with some, with some brass in there and I wanted to have a chorus that, that everybody sings. And, and on that song, obviously, there's a, there's a chorus of kids as well. Um, because I want I want them really to realize right off the bat that this is where you sing. This is the chorus. Right. Um, one one important thing about music for kids is it can't be that tricky where they don't know where the chorus is. Like as as an educator as well, it's like I want to make sure that they know immediately. Oh, this is the chorus. This is where we sing and to join me. Right. Uh-huh. Um, so that's part of like. When you say these big choruses,
0: yeah, man, I want a big choruses, I want it to sing, and I want it to stick in your head. Yeah, it's 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 really great. So then another song that I was really, um that, that I really liked was Three Chords Song, and you know, oh there's like, gosh. there's like a little silliness in there, but like, I think it's an awesome song, and <laughs> <laughs> so like... I guess maybe a, a, a different way to talk about this one is like, okay, so you're going to perform the song live with your band. Like, what, what is, what are the steps that you take to get it ready? Because it seems like every song has a little bit of a different movement kind of thing, like maybe yep. some choreography. So, so like, walk us through that.
1: Well, the, the funny thing about Three chord song, for starters, is it almost never made the album. Oh my goodness! Liter- literally. You know the CD was done. We actually have recorded more than ten songs that you that you see in that. But this was this was one of thirteen songs. As a matter of fact, it was the thirteenth song. And it, and I'm sitting here with my bass player in my house. Um, uh-huh. And I'm and I said Bert, and his name is Bert Coburn, and he's he's magnificent. But but I'm sitting there. I say Bert, listen to this song. Uh, it, it was actually called One Chord Song at one time. Uh uh-huh. I said I'm trying to make a song. That is really just one chord, and I want. And the the reason why I wanted to try to make one chord is I wanted to try to make a song that um, that can encompass a big chorus, a big hook, and a bridge, but just on chord. Mm-hmm. So, so I tried and I tried, um, and I in the early stages. But what ended up, what came about it, what came about was a three chord song. And these three chords popped in and with the big chorus. And of course, we would talk about the big chorus. That's like a, a staple of what I try to do. Right. So that song came about by basically saying, hey, check this out. Is this any good? Is this because, you know, when I play it myself, I feel like I'm back in my my surf rock days. You know yeah. what I mean? I just yep. it ring. You know what I mean? I'm just letting it ring, uh-huh. and, and 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 so that's what that's what I I throttled back on the boy. Is this is this good for this CD? Is this work? And then I sang it. I sang it for Bert, who said, "Oh my God, this is the, the this is the hook on the album. Get it on there." Yeah. Almost immediately, we go back and record that song in a short trial, and uh, and there it is. The setup, you know, for this song is 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 interesting because. Uh, we uh casey and michelle are working on a new a new a new steps that's gonna that we're gonna show the audience on this we haven't even done it yet this is the song was, was recorded at the very end of the sessions recorded out it goes so we've been rehearsing it for five we're actually going to perform it for the first time um when i get back from uh, vacation at first one of our, uh, our release shows in september uh-huh. so what we're doing for it is sort of still in uh Still, sort of in in a trial and error mode, but I can tell you that Casey and Michelle, because they're on it with their uh, with their little uh, cut-ins,
0: um, uh-huh.
1: it's big for them because it allows them to interact with me and interact with the audience. So we know we know there's a bit of interaction with the audience that's going to happen.
0: That's great. Okay, cool. I, I love hearing sort of the background of that. So, I, I mean. I'm looking at your your website on your picture, and, and you are not kidding when you say it say it's Steve Elsie and friends. And you, mes- you mentioned a couple people, but who are the member? Who are the friends that we're talking about here?
1: Sure, the main member, the main friends are, are the band that we perform with, and, and and who have really been been with me since the beginning when it comes to to playing out. So we got Casey and Michelle; they're out in front. Uh, we have the Fake Brothers: Todd on uh, guitar, Sean <laughs> on drums uh-huh um, uh of course me on guitar and vocals uh-huh. and for the cd for this particular cd yes. jump in the puddles we had a local Local friend of ours, Jay Franklin, who's a master at keyboards. He mm-hmm. just simply loved
2: um, loved the songs I was performing and doing,
1: and said, "Hey, how can I help you with this CD?" And I said, "Well, come on in and just and jam on this." So right. he's on it. He's on it as the keyboard player. But currently, we're playing with a keyboardist by the name of Kurt Inter, who plays live with us.
2: Okay, so there
0: you go, cool. A lot of friends. A lot of friends. A lot of collaborations. It's
1: a That's it's great. a big band that and to, you listen to make the sound. That you hear on that cd come alive
0: i mean it just doesn't happen with a touch of to the button right right it's real there's real instrumentation real things going on so okay so yeah. you talked about the new record the new records called jump in the puddles and you mentioned um we talked about a couple of the songs i should say we talked about uh supersonic which you know it's interesting it, it uh uh the the title and sort of the content it, it doesn't exactly mesh, but I totally get where it comes from. Um, yeah. but what what are some of the, and we talked about three chord songs, what, what's like another one or two that you're really proud of that you think that we should really be paying attention to?
1: You know, the, 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 the first one that I wrote off the CD that I thought was a no-brainer and to, and to me still remains my one of my personal favorites. We'll I have two, but the, the main one is uh, is Shine On.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, Shine On has that giant chorus that, we always, that we've been right. talking about here. Um, and and it has everything to do with the album. I mean, the album is about summertime and my memories of summer as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just one of them, man. That, I live on, you know, like I said, the southeast coast of, of of Connecticut, and there's beaches here. And I would go on the beaches. I'd collect sea uh, shells and sand, and I would dance in our in our uh, in our circus, in our little forest here, and we have fun. Like this, that is yeah. just that is just my growing up right there through the yeah. eyes of the kid and and then to talk about it in the sense that you know these memories go on for eternity that's like what that's like what it's about and i want kids to make sure that when they're playing in the summer that these are these are special days
0: yeah oh absolutely well that's a beautiful that's, that's a beautiful thought yeah
1: That's one. And the other that I personally, uh, you know, it's just another personal one of mine is Bumblebee because because of its message of friendship and diversity Um, and the way and the elegance of the the song itself, the words uh, and these, you know, incredible little guitar parts that Todd put in that just give it this Americana, slightly country feel, but really just just awesome guitar work. Yeah, Um, bring it to life, you know. And just add a little bit different element to the CD. I love that the CD has a bit of layers, right? A lot of the layers. country yeah. layers, and that's uh, and and that's one of the things I'm proud of. Metal, uh, yeah, you know, uh, my is a little, that's one thing. First thing you said, this this has a lot of, there's a lot of styles here, and and that's, and part of you know my celebration of music is to hopefully write some styles that 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 all, all these styles that kids
0: can can embrace yeah absolutely and and it, and it's just it's fun and it's energy and it's good and I really I really it is a good record and I'm glad that we had a chance to to talk it through a little bit. so okay, so uh, one last thing that I wanted to uh, to mention or, or to hear your take on and, and just sort of set you up for it is um, in a good way is there there's a bit in your sort of in the about you section on your website where you talk about networking with nonprofits and working with nonprofits and and that's sure. that's great and I'd love to hear a little bit about what that means but the other thing that I was like ah oh, I was so glad to see it is you make specific mention that there's no gig too big and no gig too small right so yeah, um, right. And, and like on the big side of things like you played some big festivals with like some big names and then on the small side like every everything counts and I love that idea that everything counts and you give your full sort of, you give your full energy to it. So that's a lot, right? <laughs> I just threw a lot in there, but so maybe talk a little bit about some of the nonprofit stuff you've done and like, and why it's important to you that every gig matter.
1: Sure. Uh, locally here in new London, uh, there's lots of nonprofits. Um, there's a, a nonprofit art center, which, which I was on the board of making sure that, uh, you know, quality acts come through our town and, and, uh, and people are able to see them. I'm also on committees that do the, the sale festivals that we have down here. There's a there's a Connecticut family festival that's right on the shore that I am on the committee of. That is a nonprofit. That's a mm-hmm. uh, um, that they put me in charge of the music section of it. Um, I am in I am on the committee of another festival called the Earth Day Festival, and in no short order named after my song Earth Day uh-huh. locally. Um, and I just enjoy being part of uh, of, of nonprofits, making sure that, uh, the, especially when it comes to the music side of things, you know, I've also been in, uh, you know, for a long time, part of the, part of music for, uh, I call it Harmony for the Homeless, um, where we do uh, concerts every year, um, trying to bring uh, the foods and canned goods and, and, and uh, whatever we can for homeless of southeastern Connecticut. So that's great just other things i do so i mean it's yeah. just part, again part of who who i am but um, but yeah and that goes to the thing that no gig is uh, too big no gig is too small look um as i said before like it, it's you know a lot of these kids it's their first show i don't care if there's one kid there yeah or five thousand um <laughs> it's it's like it's like i have to I have to do is I have to just do the best I can. Look, I don't have a lot of shots at doing this. Like when when, some, when kids come, you know, I don't, I don't know if other performers see it. But for me, it's like you really have one shot to uh-huh. really get that kid to like your band, to understand your message and the parents to see the good in this. Right. Yeah. So it's like you got to work extra hard every single time because it's important. The messages are important. Music yeah. is important. You know, I have played literally in front of four people, and <laughs> let me tell you, those four people, had the best, best show <laughs> they've ever had. Uh huh. Um, and I, and I play the, the big shows, and, and there is no difference. There is no difference in my energy, and, and in part two, it's 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 not, it's not necessarily for them. Look at, I love to play. I will get out there and play and play and play and play and play, and I will give it a hundred percent every single time. That's that's. You know, as as a as a as a rocker, as a musician, as someone who just celebrates music and music for for, for people, like mm-hmm. it's just you can't put a better, uh, you know, a better uh, opportunity for me, in, in my hand, in the form of a guitar, than to, than to just play for See people. You
0: on right, right, yeah. to the best. It's a great feeling. It's the best. It's good for everyone involved, audience and performer. Um. So, so you Steve, got it, man. Yeah, Steve. How do we uh, how do we keep up with you? How do we follow you? How do we find your website, etc. cetera?
1: Uh, yeah. So, uh, website, uh, friendscom is, uh, the website, www.stevelcandfriends.com. Um, you can, uh, we're on Twitter. We are on, uh, Instagram, Steve Elsie and friends. Um, we are most active and get a lot of results on our Facebook
0: page. Uh, uh-huh. Steve Elsie and friends. Again. Um, good branding, so, um, good branding.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, but, but, uh, social media has been has been has been pretty big you know a few years back we were before social media really took off we were we were we were emmy nominated for it for a web show called kids floration oh cool um, which is really we got where we got started which really was just design a kid show designed for the web and uh, picked up here locally but it, it was really before uh you know facebook became huge and all it is now but but boy um so we we take some of that learning that we did in, in years ago with kids we put it to our Facebook posts and our little live videos and that kind of thing. You know, we try to bring it. We try to we try to bring everybody who can't be to our concert uh, as much as what we do uh, to them via Facebook or, or social media. You know, if they can't be there, so awesome.
0: Steve, thanks again so much. The new record is called Jump in the Puddles, um, and folks, you should go find it and. And listen to it because it's good. It's really good and you'll like it. Uh, Steve, so thanks again so much for spending some time with me this afternoon. Thanks for having me and everything that you do.
1: Really, it's been a pleasure.
0: Roots, Americana, great music, great musicianship, great musicality. That means like it sounds real good. Put those headphones on and listen to it if you want. Play it in the car, turn it up. Jump in the Puddles by Steve Elsie and friends available wherever you get your music. So thanks for sticking with me. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with me and Steve from the coffee shop at Cal State University Maritime Academy. Go kill haulers. And here is Jump in the Puddles in its entirety. Talk to you very soon. Have a great weekend.
1: stuff.